praise the Lord and welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated Sunday evening services with Pastor Bernard L. Wells. I'm Evangelist Maxine Wells and we are now located at 35 South Middletown Road, Nanuet, New York, 10954. Uh, we Sunday services begin at 5.15 p.m. And Wednesday night Bible study begins at 8.15 p.m. Amen. You can also visit our website at tabernacleofdeliveranceinc.org. That's tabernacleofdeliveranceinc.org. And leave a prayer request, a testimony, and become a partner. You, you could partner with us. Uh, you can send your orphan, your love orphan, of course. Um, you know, you have your uh, your local church that you pay tithe with, you know, your local church. But you could you could um, partner with us. Send us a love orphan, um, and we will truly appreciate your uh, your uh, orphan. Amen. Amen. So we're going to begin with prayer. Everyone, will bow their heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for another day that you've given us. We thank, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you. We ask you to forgive us our sins, O oh God. Cleanse our hearts from all unrighteousness, unrighteousness, O oh God. We thank you for another resurrection Sunday, O oh God, that you died on the cross, O oh Lord Jesus, for our sins, O oh God. That way, we, that we may be able to have eternal life in heaven and not make our bed in hell. We thank you, O oh God. We give your name, honor, the glory, and the praise. We pray. Amen. 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 What a mighty God we Thank you, Lord. I just 
Oh, God told me to preach about carpenters. Uh, uh, Father's Day, if you tell me to preach about uh, healing and deliverance, I'm going to talk about healing and deliverance. But today is an interesting day. Today is a day that you can receive what God has for you. Because of what Christ did, when he actually did a fact, it did make a difference with his ascension because it opened doors for us all to his ascension. You can watch the rest of this broadcast at uh, Pastor B, I think it's uh, uh, PastorBWells.com. PastorBWells.com. I believe that's what it is. Uh, PastorBWells.com. Um, you can receive all God has for you, but you got to be willing to accept it, because it's already given. So thinking about today's message, I want to talk to you today about ascension. Now, everybody talks about the Lord died and rose, but he ascended on high. Well, in his ascension, there was something unique about his ascension because it included ascension. So if you go with me to the book of Matthew, because a lot of people uh, on Resurrection Sunday, they, they talk about the Lord rising from the dead. They talk about him uh, 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 um, when he died on the cross. They talk about him rising from the dead. But there's something else unique about this. His ascension has also to do with us. Ascending out of the life we were living. His ascension is the key for us to eternal life. You see, um, anybody could die. And what's going to hear me now? Anybody could die. Anybody. Uh, people, people, foolish people right around saying the people don't get their lives for the people. Well, what about the military? There's millions of soldiers that have given their lives for all to be sacrificed that we will be safe in our country. And other countries are the same identical thing. So it's not just, it's just not, um, it's just not about, um, Jesus sacrificed himself. Millions of people have sacrificed themselves. Father. Father had jumped in front of buses to go on to sex and children to get killed. Mother had risked their bad to protect their children. So millions have died. Protecting faith. When Christ died on the cross of Calvary, he died. Satan and protect But I want to go further than him dying on the cross. Today, Resurrection Sunday, everybody, it's Easter. They call it Easter, but it's not Easter. Resurrection Sunday. So they get their finest clothes, they put it on, not realizing it has nothing to do with the fine food that's cooked. It has nothing to do with the fine clothes you wear. Most people don't know, they just go to church religion, they have no idea this has to do with a life that was given. All right. When I was a little boy, I used to watch when I caught Trojan Horse Picture Day, uh, and uh, you know, they have helmets and all that, and five running horses fighting and stuff. And then I see this guy they put on a cross. I had no idea who this guy was. Well, even back then, when an actor died in, uh, in, the, movie, in the movie, I was like, oh my God, he's done. Next thing I think I see him in another movie. It was funny. Wait a minute. But that's how when you keep the time you're thinking about. They actually died, and he gets shot up or whatever. The next thing you know, he's giving them. I didn't know he was asking. 
But Jesus and each fellow portrayed died on a cross. But there, as we all know, there's another two malefactors, but, but uh, he was between. What a Forgiveness. He asked the Lord to have mercy on the other one to be You see, y'all missed the point about that. I don't want to know that real quick. Many people go to church because they can't live without God or eternal life. They just can't live. They can go because everybody else is going. Everybody else is doing that. So everybody wants to go. It's a thing to do. It's a popular thing to be a call of Christian. It's a popular thing to be part of a religious organization today. It's popular. It's very popular. After all, the Republicans are fighting the Democrats over there. I don't know what the independents are doing. They're probably just scratching their heads. <laughs> but the whole thing here, will you know the story about the Lord? Being between those two backpacks on the front, one is American, one country, and that's how it works. Preachers can't let them, they can't pay to preach. Some of them. But that's not really what I want to get to. What I want to get to is what's safe. I want to get to the part of the thing that you look at. Matthew chapter. It said, then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. Ah, another one said. They went into a mountain where the Lord himself had appointed them to go. That's where he wanted to meet them. See, there's something about when the Lord gets instructed. He's going to meet you there. He's going to be there. He's going to meet you there. That's what he's going to do. So look at the verse. Look at the verse. It says, Daniel 11 disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where the Lord had appointed them. Verse 17. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. One can kill that two died on the cross. They didn't even they know they were dying for that time, but they didn't die. But if he knew he could interesting, guys, in a sense, his face takes place. So when you look at this verse, you see the verse 17 from Dallas. The Lord had long come today. He was seen up in Jesus at the booth of the Pharisees. Ah, damn it. No. After he rose from the dead, he was seen up people. Men, women, above over 500 people at different times. That's the scripture. But some of the disciples noticed that they were looking at the place that the Lord had ordered the disciples to follow for the Some of the disciples doubted. Some of them doubted what had to play. Some of them doubted that this was the Lord who was with them now. You look at that verse, it says, verse 17 of chapter, chapter 28 of Matthew, it says, And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. I guess Thomas. I know we already smacked Thomas aside his head for being down with Thomas, but the scripture says, Thomas, did you say one? Did you say who? Verse 18 says, And Jesus spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Verse 19. He said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you, command you my love. I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. The Lord has given them commandments to follow. He's given them instructions 
poured out on us. Oh, it's a lit right. Ascension deals with someone being lifted up. Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I would draw them into myself. That's what he said. That's what he meant. We have to believe what God would have said. Acts on that and accept it. Not just word around saying, I'm a Christian. A Christian don't mean nothing. It's just a tattoo. It's just a thing. It's just a title. It's just like the political thing. Then what's your political affiliation? I'm a Republican. Or somebody say, what's your political affiliation? I'm a Democrat. If somebody say, I'm a, I'm a Green Party. They don't really know the Green Party. They don't really know the Working Family Party. They don't really know that much about the independence. They're there. So if somebody said, what's your name? I'm a Christian. The next person say, I'm a Muslim. The next person say, I'm a Leo. You're a what? Oh. What's that? Uh, nobody knows that one. It might be. I don't know. But I'm just giving you an example of what people do. that look at me. I'm so sorry because I'm not. The ascension of God. The ascension of God means that you have to accept that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, died, he died and rose from the dead, and ascended on high and then did something else. That's what it means. Let's move on. Let's go to John 10 and 10. John 10 and 10. Look at what that scripture says. This is the Lord talking. The Lord said, The thief comes. Not but to steal, to kill, and destroy. This is what the Lord said about this. I come that you might have life and that you might have a more abundant prosperity. They always come that scripture. They, they only come, apart. they only give you the part that says, I come that you might have life and have a more abundantly. But they don't tell you the first part that. The deed come, come if not, but to kill, kill, and destroy. Now, let's pray for the television broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, man, just touch every little soul that's watching the television broadcast right now. Meet the need in their life, break the yoke in their life, save the living, for you. In Jesus' name, and then you come to watch this broadcast on pastorbewell.com. Okay, so the scripture says, the deed come if not, but to steal, and kill, and to kill. And destroy for Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Abundance has nothing to do with money. Abundance has to do with abundance. People, people confuse abundance with money. Abundance can be abundant. Abundance of something else. You can be abundantly blessed in your life. You can be abundantly blessed in your home. A woman can be blessed with abundance of food in her womb. But we let these false prophets scoop us up and scatterbrain us, have us thinking that abundance is only money. What about your health? Don't you want to have good health? Don't you want to have a good mind, a sound mind? If you don't have what they call a demeanor, you want to have a good mind. Well, you can remember what, what you wore yesterday. You can remember where your shoes are. You don't need nobody to say, you don't remember where you put your shoes yesterday. You need me to help you. You need to be abundantly blessed in your life. Not financially talking. Financially needs money. But it doesn't mean abundance. Financially means money. Stop. Security. Real estate. 
does not. It will not, because it's not designed for that. It's designed for what it's supposed to do by the killer. So Jesus said, I pray that you might have your eyes for a wonder if you would have your standing third eye. When the doctor said, Give me up on you, you could have stand in your life and then here on earth. Ascension is about being lifted up from where you work. A lot of people don't understand. Ascension is about being lifted up from where you're at. What stage of life you're in, a person can say, Oh my God. Ascension and a person go together. It's a God blessing you all. And you were standing in here, God died. Jesus said, I hope that you might have died. And that you might have it more. Once the enemy said, might be, so you might expect it. You have to do that. You can't nobody to do this way. You can run the earth and revive your time with the biggest congregation that everybody can get all the money. But that doesn't guarantee you a hundred from God. I know they tell you God's going to give you a hundredfold. God can give everybody in a hundredfold because that's not what it works. Everybody can get a hundredfold because it'll be contrary to a word where you got a hundred people in one building and the preacher says, I pray right now that God did every single one of you a hundredfold back. Or what happened to some fifty, some thirty? What happened to that? They don't mind that it's all word of lying. You you I'm gonna get a hundred
ascension. Acts 1 and 11 says, listen to this, <clears throat> which also said, he met of Galilee, why can he gaze up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you, shall come in a like manner. I'll read it again. Which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazed up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in a like manner as ye seen him go up into heaven. You hear what he said? He's not coming in on a jet. He's not coming in on a billionaire private jet. The same way he went up on a descent. He's going to come and snatch away his church. I know many people say, ah, this ain't nothing here. That's why it's going to happen. Because he says, scuffing will come scuffing at a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> but the thing here, the disciples were winning when he was ascended. And they felt left out. Yes, they did. Baby, where you going? You're making a thing. Oh, man, no, no, no. You know how some of them are friends that they go like, oh, man, no, 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 no. That's the same time. Oh, no, 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 you're going to be a while ago. So the angel came out and said, Man, what are y'all doing? What do you mean? You will be gazing at the sea of God. We're coming back the same way we thought. Even though the Lord told us. Even though the Lord had told him, What a resolution. That's how we are. We only want things. And that's it. We set our minds on where we're not going to change. I don't care if the earth gets over. We ain't changing. In a session, deals with lifting you up from where you were. That's what happened with Jesus. He ascended. But you notice that he said the angel is telling him that the blood Jesus is going to come back the same way he went. Now, people have, I knew all of us heard people telling me, they heard, I see the Lord. I see him walking down the street. He was drinking a Pepsi. And I see the Lord. I'm like, what? I see him telling you, Jesus, who came by my house the other day? Well, I'll tell you a story. When I was, when I first got saved, a few years after I got saved, I was at Tabernacle Prayer. Hey, I had a man come in the tent. I'm serious. I had two things happen that I cannot understand. One man came in the tent walking. I'm not lying. He was dressed up like a chief. And he walked in, and I'm a jokester. I'm not I'm a joker. He walked right up to me and said, And Jesus, just come back from India. I need to walk off. I have to wash that. He's in a trailer. He had a trailer on the tent. I said, I'm serious. It was funny, he just, I don't know where he came from, and he had all these stuff like from uh, 2000 years. He came in, he came in and walked up, and he said, I'm Jesus, I just come back from India. I'm like, come on, guy, you want to come over here, not me, he's over there. I left it alone. Then the next time I was on the same ground, I think something that I'll never be able to explain. I seen a man on a pale horse riding a horse down Eastern Parkway, slow motion. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. This man was on a pale gray horse, just like his Bible. I don't know where he came from, but I lived in Brooklyn. And in that part of Brooklyn, there ain't no horses. Okay? This man was riding a horse down Eastern He was in slow motion. He's going down Eastern Parkway. I think y'all see that? I ain't saying nothing. I wasn't trying to find out. But when Jesus ascended, he promised to come back. That's the unique thing about the Lord. He promised to come back. This verse here was telling the apostles, the disciples, they weren't about you being going up. This is one of our biggest problems. When a leader goes on to be with the Lord, most of the church folks in the church, that organization don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. 
They got a big mouth, bro. They got a big mouth. You're gone. A hurling is like that. A hurling is someone that don't care. They're going to milk you and take you. When the wolves come, they're going all the way. They ain't sticking around. No. They're having a session with God. They're grown in God. They're a relationship in God. They don't focus on that. They focus on what they can get. A when Christ speaks of sanction, he gives unto men for a reason. He gave gifts unto men that men will be able to go into the world and tell people the goodness of God. Bring deliverance to us. Not for a box, but for the glory of God. For God's glory, for God's glory, for God's mercy. Let's move on. Let's go, let's go to Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. And let's talk about gifts. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 11, and it reads as follows. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some teachers and some evangelists and pastors and teachers. I read it again. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers. Verse 12. For the perfection of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. He gave the five-fold ministry. He gave the apostles. He gave the prophets. He gave evangelists. He gave pastors. And he gave teachers. Now, if you notice, there's no bishop there. But what they did, they took the bishop and put it above the apostle when there's not even in the list. The Bible says if any man deny the office of a bishop, yeah, it's not a good work, but he had to be the qualification. That's not a gift. Being a bishop isn't a gift from God. Everybody's a bishop and an archbishop and a, I don't know what they got, they got some in title. Everybody's a bishop. <laughs> That's not a call. And it's not a gift. It's a desire. People could say, you're wrong. It's a desire. And I told you to be a bishop. Of what? That's a desire. Amen. It's not part of the ascension. That's a desire. The part of the ascension is those five-fold ministries. Those are five-fold ministries that the Father of God gave down the kingdom to get up. Don't get that the father has to look at that. The being a bishop is not a gift. You have got to be something already. Well, I established church. It ain't got nothing to do with establishing church. I've had other people want to become part of my ministry. Yes, all I told them no. The God didn't tell me that. Not at that time. You got to do this the way God says it's to be done. That's why some of y'all never get no in God. You go to big churches, you go to all these fancy places, but those fancy places are not for the people of eternal life. You got to go God's way. You got to be saved. You got to be obedient to God's word. The Bible says heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will not pass away. It's going to stand forever. That's God's word. Today we have a few people. Next week we may have a hundred. Next week after that we may have two hundred. One of the things I've learned about God is this. Is that he doesn't change. 
It doesn't change what God does change. God never changes. He's given some apostles. He's given some evangelists. He gives some prophets. Everybody's not going to be an apostle. Everybody's not going to be a prophet. Everybody's not going to be an evangelist. Everybody's not going to be a pastor. Everybody's not going to be a teacher. I mean, you have some Brother Song, Sister Song. Let's move on. Let's go to uh, Romans 11 29. A simple message for a simple day where let's run wild. Romans 11 29 says, Listen to this. Remember what I just said? Romans 11 29 says, For gifts and calling of God are without repentance. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. You don't have to be said to be called. You don't have to be saved to have the gifts of God. But you better be saved to have them operate properly in your life. Gifts and calling come without repentance. You don't have to be saved. People think because there's a preacher, teacher, singer, playing organ, or drum, that's salvation. That is not salvation, that's a gift. I'll say it again, that's a gift, that's not eternal life. That is just a gift in operation. It is a gift. It is a gift that we are given, and we use it wisely, and we use it corruptly. Or we become a herd and we become one that's going to send you God. Gifts and calling that comes without repentance, preachers, make sure you live right. Don't be like the preacher that was preaching for 25 years and never been saved, and one day he finally got saved. He done been saved all those people for 25 years. He said, I've been preaching for the pastor for 25 years. I never know Jesus Christ. What? He never knew Jesus Christ in the partner of his How in the world you can talk about a God you don't know? You can't. So he's just doing theological stuff. And that's what he was doing. He couldn't teach nothing about Christ, Jesus, who he was, but he didn't know him. He didn't know him. Even the finish, he didn't know the Lord. But he's been pastoring for 25 years. But never, ever knew Jesus Christ in the part of his sin. That's something to think about. He passed in the church for 25 years and never knew the Lord. Remind me of my Godfather. My Godfather passed in the church for 50 years and never mentioned being born again. Never mentioned that you had to be made. Coming to the close of his life, I was at the church one day talking with him. And he said, you know, we need somebody that can come and tell the people how to be saved. I looked at him like he was crazy. You've been preaching to these people for 50 years. You think they're going to listen to me? <laughs> you never told them what it was to be saved. You want me to try to tell them what it is to be They're not going to listen to me. They've been following you. They've been following you for 50 years. You need to get up there and tell them the truth. Ah, oh, he didn't want to do that, Oh, he wanted somebody else there because he was too embarrassed. He's the same guy that married the real witch. People think I'm joking when I say this. The woman was a real, genuine witch. A, a real deal. When we were kids, we stood away from that woman. He didn't play with that woman. When I went to my godfather's house, I was very careful not to do anything. Get any trouble. I was terrified of that woman. What? Are you kidding me? I knew who she was, and she knew who I was. I wasn't saved. I didn't know nothing about Jesus Christ. They wasn't teaching Jesus Christ. and didn't crucify the resurrection. But I'm going to tell you this. My, I was smart enough to know that woman was a witch, and she knew it was the devil. Like, I'm not playing with that. I didn't know you. Now, here's a pastor. That's a pastor for 50 years. married a real witch. Go figure that one. 
That's the craziest thing I ever heard, but he did it. When it went before he died, he lost both his legs. Can't play with God. People follow anything. You got to follow righteousness. Can't follow anything. People don't even take time to read their own Bible. They only go by what some preachers say. They don't even know if the man lies. Don't even read from the Bible. He said, Amen. Amen, Pastor. They don't even know what he said. But the scripture says, forgive and calling of God are outward thinking. They are gifts from God. They don't require you to be thinking. Meaning that you can sing like a mockingbird. Play on the organ and make everybody pass out. And don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You're going to be lost. That's a fact. That's not a failure. You're going to be lost. Yeah, we used to sing a song. I don't want to be lost. I want to love everybody. I don't want to be lost. But they were in trouble. <laughs> but the fact here is. Gifts and call and come around with You will stand with those gifts in your life on this earth as you develop those gifts. But you gotta walk back with God if you want to see Let's move on. Let's go to Romans 6:23. A part of the scripture. Romans 6:23. Romans 6 She didn't earn it. 
She didn't ask me for it. I just felt like giving it. And this is how God has given me the gift. He's given us the gift of eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We did not have it. Nobody was running around. Oh, God is we oh. wasn't thinking about God. No. No. We were thinking about what we could think about. But if the gift of God of eternal life is here, yes. And don't let up God. This is why no man has what I do when he stands before God. No man has been able to say, I didn't know. But you got some squeaking and dying and bananas while the doctor, the governor of the Lord Incorporated, he just goes out of his house to tell you you must be gone and you must be out of your sins and you heard it. You must be born again. You must repent of your sins. You must be willing to change and allow change to take place. In your life. That's what you're saying. Let's move on. Let's go to Luke 13 and 3. We just about finished. Luke 13 and 3. Look at that verse. Luke 13 and 3 says, I tell you this, expect ye repent, ye will all likewise perish. That's what the scripture said. I didn't write it. It said, I, this look, look what it says. I tell you this, no, but expect you repent, ye all likewise perish. You will perish if you don't repent. If you don't turn from your ways. You gotta be willing. Whosoever will, let them come. Whosoever is willing to turn from their ways, what you say? It said, Whosoever will. Whosoever will, let them come. Whosoever will, is willing to be saved. Whosoever is willing to return of the sin, whosoever is willing to change from the way that God was willing to make a change. I want to invite you out. We're at the Tabernacle Delivery. Now, presently holding services at 35 South Middletown Road, Manuel, North 954. We have service on Sunday at 5 15 p.m. and Bible study at 8 15 p.m. Somebody says, Oh, man, why are you having service so late? What's the difference? If I said I was going to be at a bar hanging out with my friends, and you wanted to come, you're going to come. If I said it was 9 o'clock at night, you're going to come. I was talking to somebody from Canada. And we were at Bible study, supposedly Bible study. So I asked him, I said, why can't you get the Bible study on time? He said, it came up with all kinds of excuses. So I said, if you know I was going to give you $100 at 8 o'clock, you would be here. He said, oh, well, that's a different story. You give us the money. You come. That's how we say. And then we want God to eat after us. Then we want God to pray, but we ain't interested in that. But only what we can get. Only what we can personally gain. Believe me, if I put up a sign and say, everybody is here and now let me go. That comes to service on next Sunday is going to get five thousand dollars cash from me. I bet you it will be a line all the way down three blocks. They ain't coming for no Jesus. They coming for that thousand five thousand dollars, and they looking for it too. And they'll probably give it to if I don't give it to them. <laughs> but you gotta understand something about a sanction. A sanction is. To lift you up from where you're bringing at your life. It is to lift you out of where you're at. 
and bring you over into a new place. So today, y'all listen to this broadcast. Watching this broadcast. You need to be ascended in your life. You need to have Christ ascend you in your life. Well, you can grow with him. You can gain footing in him. <clears throat> when you can gain footing in him, I walk strongly in him. So those of y'all that's not saved, bow your head and pray. And get saved. And give your life to the Lord. Let's pray. Bow your head to those that are with us and those that are watching for our death and send us the Lord Jesus. I ask you. So forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life, and save me right now. Sanctify me and fill me with the precious Holy Ghost. Save me from me. Let me accept in you in the gift and blessing you have for my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray for you and our Father in Jesus' name. Touch every little soul. That's watching this broadcast. Touch their lives and listen to this broadcast. Touch their lives, listen to their lives. In Jesus' name. Listen, it's time that y'all folks start right here. Let me know. Send me your email to Pastor W at the Tabernacle of Deliverance. INC.org. That's Pastor W at the Tabernacle of Deliverance at INC.org. Let me know how you're doing and what's going on. Come out of fellowship with us on Sunday at 5 15 p.m. And Wednesday night for Bible study at 8.15 p.m. at 35 South Middletown Road. There you went to y'all. 109.54. This is your day. Everybody celebrating Resurrection Sunday and Easter and everything else. But this is your day to receive God's blessing. I'll see you in life.